0: Oh, good morning. Here we are again, getting close to the end of the year, and uh, the festive season is, is truly upon us, so. Festivus? The Festivus, yes. isn't The Festivus for the best of us? Is that Greek or is that, I don't know, Latin? No, that's Seinfeld. Oh, does it have a pronoun?
1: <laughs> it's a he or a him.
0: Oh, okay. Wait a, a minute.
1: Man. I don't know if the festivist tree is it, or he or him or her or it or they.
0: Well, I'm pretty sure somebody will correct us. They I have us. no doubt. I no yeah. doubt. We're pretty good. Listen,
1: our weekly program has become weekly today. It's a week ago we did the last
0: show. Yeah, well, we're improving with age. Not to not to throw a spanner into the the works here, but. Uh... Will be uh, will be off on this side of the the continent for uh, a while as we head down to celebrate the festive season with family and friends. So it you know it could be a while before I I'm on the air again. Well, we'll just or I'll uh, take the computer with me and
1: yeah. Well, maybe we'll be able to do a remote with you from an unknown. That's what we'll do from an unknown destination. Bob is reporting in. Ignore those palm trees back there. They're not really there. <laughs> it's the new background. <laughs> oh yeah. It's the new background. Yeah. Well, we'll we'll work on that for sure. Yeah. Um, I think I I'm I think we have the technology to do that. Probably do, yeah. Yeah. Well. And I'm quite sure that as like today, we'll have no end of things to talk about.
0: Well, uh, that's true. Pre production even sent off a, a couple of things of issues that are going on, not just here in Canada, North America, but uh, around the world. And yes, there is no end to the inanity. Is that a word, inanity? Uh, Regardless. Stupidity? Uh, uh, moronity?
1: Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Well, I guess it's, it's there's no end to it and good for us because otherwise we couldn't sit here and pontificate every week about well, it's true. Yeah, all it's this true. nonsense that surrounds us. By the way, I got a report. Uh, or, you know, let me back up. AI is an interesting creature. Mm-hmm. It can do good things as well as scary things. But uh, one of our platforms, uh, uh and I, I i don't think i should name it because then people will want to you know yeah change from one platform to the other. so i'm not going to but one of our podcast platforms said that our last um session a week ago had 187 downloads that means people actually downloaded to the device to listen to some other time uh and of course podcast is just audio so you know yeah that, the, the We are on three different audio platforms, so folks can uh, play roulette and say, which one has the one that downloaded 187 times. Nevertheless, they also did a little survey of the 187 people who downloaded this or whoever downloaded 187 times, and three issues were of interest to our listeners. Number one was the news that we follow and, and make commentary about like observations and so on that was number one number two they liked our banter back and forth about other things which are totally unrelated to border poll issues or news or what have you interesting enough and the third one was could we talk about cultural things like music and whatever Hmm. which i thought was interesting uh, because i don't believe we've ever really talked about music no no but we can start today because person of the year is Taylor Swift, according to Time Magazine. Yeah. And that, I think she's a singer.
0: Very true. Yeah, very talented young woman. Uh, no doubt about that. Uh, seems to have quite a grasp of, of the music industry and, and how things work. And apparently, uh, well, and of my estimation, seems to be pretty smart with her money. So... Yeah, maybe maybe that is a you know you don't you don't have to be an entertainer, but yeah, if you're smart with your money and know what you're doing, I guess that's
1: marry famous football player or be engaged to a famous football player
0: or like yeah. watching
1: football or own a football.
0: I I don't yeah it that that to me is just. Another another side issue, well, whether people getting paid lots and lots and lots of money to do something that they love. Well, look, look at us. We do this. We don't get paid lots and lots and lots of money, that's for sure. But <laughs> We're doing what we love. We don't? Well, I haven't noticed it in the bank.
1: <laughs> I, I didn't get a trophy either. It must be in the mail. Oh, oh yes. Yeah. Three famous lies. Well, I, I won't go into that at the moment because you are not.
0: <laughs> no, but I'm pretty sure that most of our listeners know what they are. So,
1: <laughs> so in, in, in keeping with the survey that we didn't ask for, but we're told about, uh, the second item was, you know, banter over the fence, which apparently is is also interest to our viewers and listeners. So, on, in pre-production, you were telling me about. How in your neck of the woods, i.e., Canada, zeroing in on the province of British Columbia, you have new housing rules that are being invented by your all-seeing, all-knowing government.
0: Yes. Well, and again, it's just my my under my understanding of that, which I will admit could be off base. You
1: remember what you do in broadcast. In my
0: opinion, did it, did it, did it. Maybe I should, in my humble opinion. Oh, okay. <laughs> the uh, expansion of our, our rapid transit and to uh, areas where the rapid transit train system, elevated train system is, the government has decided in their infinite wisdom that they will allow building and are actually kind of mandating and building uh, in, in the new stations will be very dense looking at in some cases uh putting apartment buildings that are up to 40 stories high along these routes and i'm wondering well that sounds very very good it sounds very interesting very progressive you know everybody should have a house to live in but where does that put the current infrastructure for these places right uh, i don't know how it is in in other places in in canada north america around the world where you have large cities um and, and, well i can say here in vancouver some of our some of our infrastructure is over 100 years old now you start putting more and more and more infrastructure under those aging sewer mains and water pipes uh, is something's going to give somewhere along the line um, we have transit system right now where, where uh, the roads are atrocious, you know We look forward to winter when the potholes fill in and the roads are smooth. you know I mean it's just we're not spending money where we should be spending money. And And now, coupled with that, the the government has also said that they are now approving for very, very fast uh, issuance of building permits four or five, cookie cutter molds so therefore if you are a developer and you have these four or five different molds you can start putting these houses up and there won't be as much red tape which you know i can't say is bad but it kind of made me think of the old eastern block of the soviet union where well, you...
1: allegro buildings we used to call them when i was in eastern europe in warsaw budapest moscow that. These, are, these are boxes 600 400 to 600 square foot boxes mm-hmm. filing cabinets people go in and come out of um very ugly buildings architecturally um
0: it uh it's it's this very yeah it's very soviet in, in in its uh approach clearly and i guess it's all being done uh under the name of of uh housing no it's
1: no it's it's no i i have to disagree with you bob it's it's in the name of solving a problem they created okay because you can't be in business unless you solve a government these 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 Hmm. politicians let's let's screw something up and then we're going to be so smart we're going to show you how we fixed it you know the adage the old adage common sense is if it doesn't need fixing don't fix it right it's not broken don't fix it right Mm -hmm. Uh, these guys deliberately break stuff so the first thing you do is you decide that uh, let's bring in a million and a half people into Canada for example but there's no housing for them. oh that's they don't talk about how the problem was created they talk about how they're going to solve the problem by building this kind of rubbish that you just described and Mm -hmm. and you know that's leadership don't you know we're 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 doing serious leadership here we know what's good for you because well, yeah that's the and, kind of and, people we are
0: and coupled with that I, I kind of wonder uh which we had also talked a bit about in pre-production was uh who's who's getting paid the better lunch for some of this stuff I' put on my t- a, no hat, can hang it. On. <laughs> and just down the street from us we have uh a low-income housing uh, building block and it has been there for decades and we don't have a problem with the people there i'm hoping that the people there don't have a problem with us but it's all part of the community well lo and behold in this as we're talking about now with everybody deserves a home uh, a developer has come up with an idea that they're going to knock down some of these single uh, residential buildings and put up. An apartment tower that will have places for people with disabilities to live or people that are challenged can have a place to live and our official community plan says that you can have a building that is six stories high provided that the sixth story is offset by five meters which you know i don't know what that means as far as Thirty Square feet, 30 or feet from the property line, more or less, in in, yeah. in feet. So. But so what happens is, is that the the building developer uh, who has built a great many uh, places in in the Lower Mainland here took it to City Council and said, "Well, if you don't let us have six stories without the five meter offset, we're not going to build this." And so- I'm thinking. Okay, so he's trying to call our bluff. We should go back and call his bluff. But, oh, no, no, no. We now have an exemption, which, as you know, as well as I do, having worked in the government, that once you issue one exemption, it's the rule, and you have a very, very hard time backing down. Well, you gave it to company X. You know, what, what? why can't we? We're company Y. We need to have the same benefits and the same exemptions. So in this particular case what really bothered me was is we had spent i don't know how many millions of dollars talking to the local community to build the official community plan and we had open forums and we had write-in sessions and we had this and we had that and the official community plan came up with what the community was willing to to bear which apparently if you buy developers buy at the lunch or they threaten to pull out of projects. Uh the official community plan apparently isn't worth the money that was spent, the time it was spent, nor the paper that is printed on. I it, I I don't understand where <clears throat> you know we, we have an elected government that that does things that are supposed to be working in our interests municipally, provincially, federally. And it seems more and more and more that uh, it goes back to the famous Thomas Sewell's line that a politician has three interests. One is to be elected. The second is to be reelected. And the third is maybe, just maybe, your problems and your concerns. But they're certainly not going to be addressed until the first and second ones are looked after.
1: I think Thomas Sewell needs to be updated. The fourth one is how thick will my wallet or my purse be? When they leave office well, yeah true. yeah uh well i mean it's that's it's an age an age old uh uh sort of conundrum if you if you think back uh most people get sick of politicians because their they, their due date comes around pretty quickly because after a while mm. you like fish they start to stink you know you, you elect them they give you all kinds of promises we'll do this we'll do that and then you see, after a while, they become basically fish, rotten fish. And yes. you want them to go. Which,
0: That's the first the thing. politician on that one that, or the comedian who had that. Yeah. You know, politicians and baby diapers have yeah. one thing in common. Yeah. You need to be changed, and it's for the same reason.
1: <laughs> exactly. And it and they come in all political stripes and colors. So it's not like uh, you know, we because it, it's cyclical. I mean, look at the look at in in Washington and Ottawa and in London, nobody likes the people who run the show anymore. Mm-hmm. They run, You know, they, they run their due dates. Time for a change. The trouble is that the change comes in, they get things going mm-hmm. and then they start to run out. It. The same thing will happen to them in in four to six years, obviously, mm-hmm. unless unless for some bizarre reason. Uh, which we get to see in modern history where there's actually a, a warming to the leadership by the population. Now there's some countries that seem to have figured that out. Uh, but in, in, in the uh, media driven greed, uh, 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 infested swamp called Ottawa, Washington, London, you know, th- these, these people don't last long because they simply run out of money. Um, mm-hmm to give to i mean look at it in canada you've got a government that pays off the media to shield them from any any you know embarrassing questions uh you got you got uh, a, a guy in london uh, who is supposedly a a breath of fresh air and he hasn't got a hope in hell of being re-elected uh yeah. you got a guy in in uh, in washington who i don't think he knows he's in washington you know he's, which is a terrible thing to say. Uh, so you know, there's there's a lot, and, and never mind all the corruption and 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 you know, look at look at how the the trend here now is in North America. Commonality is if your speaker is a fool, get rid of them. Okay, so we got rid of the speaker in Canada. Americans got rid of their speaker in the Congress. Now you got you got replacements, but neither one of them are particularly palatable to the to the vast majority of folks going to get rid of them again i mean you know we're we're going through a cycle of real doubt about what the hell is happening in our society uh and we've allowed 20 years again we've spoken about this before because we're just two old guys who've seen it Uh, a whole a whole bunch of people who had boxes checked off for various reasons but the one that the big box at the bottom, which was merit, that's never going to be checked out because that's not important in the scheme of things. And these people are in charge of stuff. And hence, we see why the uh, some of the pundits say everything is broken. Everything isn't broken. Everything was broken or is being broken by, by people who are more concerned about how you know, they look on uh, 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 in the press, or how, how, you know, what what woke nonsense they're able to, pr- pr- you know, project because they actually think that's what the vast majority of people want. And I and think the real issue here is the vast majority of people haven't gotten hungry enough yet to say, okay, enough is enough. But I think that I think signs are there that you know, the, you know, yeah. the lying and the cheating and the greed and the scuzzy approach to uh, uh, dealing with people is starting to, is starting to percolate. And it's, the trouble yes. is you don't know how quickly that boils over and then you got another set of problems you have to deal with. Uh, but, you know, we're speaking very broadly, but the, you know, in, in, in my neck of the woods, you know you talk about the provincial level out on the West coast in Canada, here we have the town I live in here, uh, just recently decided that uh, they were gonna put in a uh, financial support to developers Again, housing issues. We're gonna build all these houses if you don't put a big sewer in, uh, then these houses won't be built. Well, the developer never asked for the money to be subsidized to build sewers. All they wanted was a permit to have uh, the the housing development approved. Then out of the clear blue sky, the leadership of the town suddenly decided that the developer should get a 25% subsidy for a bigger sewer, because we're going to develop the town even further. Even though there's no plan, there's actually nothing on the books. Most of the properties that you're talking about is farmland, which has to be converted to, to uh, uh, um, housing purposes. And the other side of the road where all this is supposed to take place is a park, which, by the way, is under the jurisdiction of the province and the and the, um uh, conservation groups. So you're not going to turn that into anything. All right. It's, mm-hmm. but basically, uh, those of us in the little community here decided that, you know, we're not going to uh, sit and watch them jack up our, our, our costs for water and sewer services, because that's all this is. They go out and they, they borrow money and then we have to pay it back and they'll never stop taking the money from us. So, uh, you know, we've been making representations at town council. And uh, uh, let's say the elephant in the room is the developer never asked for this money, but suddenly certain people in town council who don't even live in this neighborhood decided that they know how to lead. All of us NIMBYs here better just shut up and stay in the corner because they are gonna build a sewer that'll last a hundred years. And a hundred years from now, those people will be thankful for the decision that these people made. So six to one, they voted to basically charge the heck out of us, you know, lo- you know, make our wallets a little lighter every quarter because they're gonna they're gonna fix the housing problem. And this is the part that I thought was, you know, so disingenuous. And you can see how there's layers of these lies. So in BC, they're talking, about, oh, the housing crisis is going to be solved. Well, who started the housing crisis? We know that, okay. So these guys here at the lowest level, at the municipal level, in my opinion, are also corrupted by this because they say, oh, the housing, it will solve this here in this little town. It's basically a beach town. We will solve this problem. But, you know, we're going to take money out of the pockets of the residents already here because we're showing the leadership and we're going to because there's a housing crisis and you go, this, you know, where, where where was the brown envelope delivered to these people? So, you know, listen, if it looks like corruption, it smells like corruption. In my opinion, it is corruption. Okay. So they all get a trophy from the municipal level to the provincial or state level and to the federal level. And then you wonder why people think politicians are scumbags.
0: Well, it's, yeah. And that, that's that been a slow process to a road away in a but it's once it hit that magic (laughs) apex it's it's going downhill real quick and and you talk like people not being able to afford. i don't know if you saw on the news the other night but uh, the native population and i don't mean just first nations i mean the people that are living up in the northern part of the country here a can of soup is 11.29 dollars 29 it like, was never cheap up there to begin with. You've got to get cheap. it there. Yeah. But holy smokes, like, when are you going to stand up and start thinking that y- your your taxation is driving part of this, like this this so-called carbon tax to you know, 100 years from now when when I know I'm not going to be here, people will still be looking at carbon dioxide because plants produce it.
1: Well, you, you're not following the uh, political science. You're, you're you're following natural science. So you're 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 a, you're well, a climate yeah. denier by following natural
0: science. Well, you know, I guess that I'm not I'm not a climate denier. I think we have climate.
1: Yeah, it's not Pretty it's not good, deniable. We have climate. You're right. You're right. <laughs> no, no. I mean, it's we're being so, we're being a little so silly here, but that's right. And then I,
0: I read the uh, on. on one of the flyby news things that here we are in canada that uh, with our willy-nilly spending of money some of which has to deal with the fact that we have a gender neutral cabinet of 38 cabinet ministers uh, <laughs> i don't even think there's that many in in washington or no or, in no. Or no. no australia or new zealand no we're, we're government we're we're careful thing. our our okay. we'll gst which is kind of a, a federal tax level, all the money that's coming in from that. And I don't know how many billions of dollars that rolls into. Uh, if we're not careful, we're to the point where all of that money is going to be paying just the interest on our debt. Yeah. So at what point are we going to have to start to stand up and, and, and say, you know, enough is enough. Let's, Let's start looking at what we don't have. like I mean our <laughs> our finance minister said that on the uh, <laughs> on one of her her news snippets. you know I, I'm feeling the pinch. I oh. think that we're going to have to cut our Disney plus channel uh, no, Okay well. <laughs> all right.
1: You know, that isn't a
0: necessity. So, why are we having that? Let and and what is the government going to start to look at and say, we can't afford to do that. We have to do this.
1: Look, Canada is the petri dish for woke worldwide. Okay, let's oh. let's 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 just be perfectly clear here. Every goofy idea that's dreamt up uh, at the moment, in my opinion, in Ottawa, is something everybody else looks at in the G seven or in the Angles angle Anglo, Anglo world and goes. You know, that sounds like a good idea, and then it turns out not to be, okay? I mean, you look at how New Zealand has done stuff. It really is. We've talked about this before. New Zealand, Australia, United States, Canada, and, and Britain, Great Britain, have all got this revolving door of idiotic ideas that, for the most part, are tested out on us. We're like guinea pigs in this whole woke nonsense, okay? It's everybody in Canada got a trophy 20 years ago. This is what we got today, Okay. But yeah. I don't know just two old guys over the fence going this is all screwed up but it it is what it is and uh, you know it won't end well uh, because uh, you know we don't produce anything more than half the population of this country works for the government now whether it's municipal provincial or federal or mm-hmm. some or some creation of one of those uh, entities well you can't sustain a society that doesn't make anything that doesn't act, you know it's not to say that <laughs> everybody who works for government isn't actually doing so, but they don't produce anything. You and I work for the government decades. We they don't make anything. We provide a service for, for for society on very basic things. The most things government get into is basically pushing paper from one table to another. Now we do it electronically. I mean, these, hmm. right now they don't even show up in offices because they're working from home in their pajamas. Again, a stereotypical uh, you know comment, but, but this is silly. You can't run a society where nobody makes anything. If you don't want to, you know, if you don't want to build buildings, be a bricklayer, you don't want to be a plumber. You don't want to be a doctor. You don't want, you can't just be someone who creates a rule that creates a job because that's what we've been doing here now for, for decades. We Mm -hmm. create work for lawyers and consultants and for, you know, all kinds of association and, and we administer administrations. I mean, you know, you, this is this is this is a this is a death nail and and you can see how it's starting to manifest itself and frankly you know i'm i'm on on uh, december the 8th 2023 i'm very pessimistic about how this country stays together when it when there's there isn't any focus on what the hell it is it's supposed to be doing and by the way the cavalry is not coming from the united states because they're just as wacky in some of these things as as we are if not more so plus they they have uh, nuclear weapons.
0: Duh. <laughs> yeah. I, and and he, I, I, I think the worst thing that will happen here is if there's an election called and the and the current administration is reelected. Uh, I I agree with you. That will be the I think the final nail in the coffin of.
1: I don't think we'll last that long. It's two years away. Uh, you know, the, the, this this country can't last that long. The election coming closer in the U.S. I'm not sure how that's going to turn up that's for another broadcast maybe yes. it was some american colleague who can give us an insight on that but yeah. uh you know listen there's only two things that this bunch understands and that is uh war because they're starting another one now in venezuela uh, i don't know if you saw that uh you know yeah. we, we, we we can't seem to keep our parts in our pants in ukraine or in, in 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 israel or in taiwan now we want to mess up in in south america so they they go and they they encourage this this lunatic in Venezuela to look at some map from the 1800s and decides we're going to take over Guyana because lo and behold, there's gas and oil there hmm, uh, and all this hardwood that's very useful to our economy. And isn't it coincidental that the sanctions were removed from Venezuela just recently because Washington needs oil because they Depleted their reserves and uh, can't get any from Russia or Saudi, so let's cross. Let's let's make a mess down there, and already the guy in Guyana self-defense Force is calling in the American military to help them deal with the Venezuelans. Well, lo and behold, guess what's going to happen next?
0: Well, and coupled with that is is I think something that that you have alluded to many times countries are are not broken it's the politics that are broken totally so there we have the u.s who's looking for a great source of oil but up here where we have great sources of oil we've got a a current administration that doesn't want us to be able to dig that up oil bad oil bad oh good
1: (laughs) we save world oh come on now we're a comedy show that's not what the survey was about Anyway, we're down to our last minute, Bob. Well, we never true. got to the real news. We got to take a shot at Venezuela. Well, that's it.
0: Well, that's true. And and uh, I don't know about you, but I know I know I can't really carry a tune without a big suitcase, so I don't think I'm gonna be doing any singing. So
1: well, listen, we will catch up with you uh uh somewhere in an unknown location from my hidden bunker.
0: Well, we hope it doesn't have to be a bunker <laughs> because then things have really got out of hand.
1: <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, I'm not going to wish you anything with season's greetings or whatever because I'll talk to you before then. So uh, this is uh, this is uh, a bridging um, comment.
0: Drive safely. Have a good time. Yes, and, and really, let's, let's just... Uh, we hope that everybody has a wonderful festive season.
1: Best of us for the rest of us. Yes.
0: All right. That could be that could be the new catchphrase.
1: You got it. I'll see you soon, Bob.